0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to HHWJ. This is Jamie. I'm kidding. It's Dave. What's up, everybody?
0: How'd I do, Tom? <laughs> nice Tommy? job, Dave. That was,
1: good. was that, that pretty was, good? That was yeah, a pretty good impression. Like yeah. I wanted to do my best Jamie impression. How's everybody doing today? Uh, wow. good. Well, good. Fantastic. Great. Jason, no one was talking to you, man. Oh, shit. My all man. right. <laughs> so we have Jason Salem on, on the line today, right? Yay. Applause. Tommy. Hey-o. Hey,
2: hey, hey. 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 All
1: right. All right. So we're here with Jason Salem. Tommy, how you doing
0: today, man? Uh, best day ever. Why? Uh, it's the only day I'm living. Can't live yesterday and tomorrow's not here yet. It's profound. Yeah. Jamie, how's your day going today?
3: Uh, my day's going well. I'm still catching up from my vacay, but it's going well.
1: How was vacation?
3: Oh, it was amazing. Where'd you go? I went to Scottsdale. It was good.
1: How did you select Scottsdale?
3: Um, I Googled the best places to go alone in the United States of America.
1: Can I ask you why you took a three or four day getaway? Why'd you get away from everything?
3: Um, Because I was driving southbound 75 and I had a really big urge to go on northbound 75 going south. So I was just really stressed out, and I just needed to get away.
1: Got it. Okay. Is that a and cry for help? Right there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it so. Sounded, <laughs> it sounded <laughs> like a legit cry for help. <laughs> so you feel recharged and you're ready to go.
3: Um. Yeah. I spent three days by myself. I met a whole bunch of really cool people. Um. And I recharged. I turned off work, and it was good. It was good so for the soul.
1: You didn't have to think about work too much.
3: No, not at all.
1: It made you appreciate work.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, did.
1: Are you being sarcastic?
3: No, it did. It made me appreciate what I have. It didn't make me sure. appreciate like the annoying bullshit. Still, but it made me appreciate what I have and the fact that I had an opportunity to go do that's amazing because most people don't.
2: For sure, for sure.
1: All right, Jason Salem, how you doing, buddy?
2: I'm doing great. How's your day going? The day's going going really well. I uh, just got an email for an offer on a, on a property I've listed. So uh, sweet. How many days wait. on market?
3: uh well <laughs> it, was, right, it, it, was ex- it was extremely overpriced okay, yes,
2: yeah, so it was overpriced uh he was a FISBO and we we came in at you know what they this is early in my <laughs> listing career uh just take he hasn't given up on me yet though, so that's you know how many
0: days on market <laughs> I think
2: it's
3: like, answer the fucking question we
2: just resigned for another ninety days, so uh I think it's like a Oh, probably got to be 100 days. We signed in like October.
0: Okay.
3: That's false. It's a minimum so, of six months that it's been on the market. At
2: least, yeah. Mm. I think it was a six-month listing, and now we've gone and extended- So we're extended, approaching
0: the 200-day mark. Almost 200 okay, days. Okay, perfect. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happens? Why, why do houses stand the market that long? What's the one and only reason that they don't sell? Jason? <laughs> specifically
2: because we did not talk about- uh, expectations at the listing table and we overpriced.
1: Oh, Ooh. okay. Overpricing yeah. a listing. So just hmm. just a real quick change up. My biggest fear for this podcast just happened. I What's choked on my drink and I'm hacking up a lung. <laughs> so I'm trying to like, keep it together. <laughs> <laughs> so forgive me for hacking up on air. But anyways, all right, Jason. Oh, shit, so you're sorry. at the Southfield store. You've been with us for what? About a, just a little over a year.
2: I Yeah, I just hit my year on the 10th. Right, so oh.
0: what... What do you see? A full year in. A full year. Good for you. Yeah, I went home and celebrated. It feels like it hasn't been that long.
3: Jason, hold on. Can I ask you a question? Um, (laughs) So you said I went home and celebrated, so that means you went home and drank. Let me ask you this. How many days a week do you not go home and quote unquote celebrate?
2: How many days a week do I not celebrate? Yeah. Yeah. There's always beer in the fridge. Uh, oh, there it is.
3: It's <laughs> always so there, celebrating.
2: There's always beer in the fridge. Uh, I mean, celebration, I just, you know, I, I think in, internally I celebrated because, uh, you know, a year was definitely like one of those milestones that, you know, everybody talks about in real estate. I've seen a lot of people come and go already, not only at our brokerage, but, you know, other agents that I've came across. So um, I know it's not easy to, to stick it out and keep going.
3: I didn't think you were going to make it.
2: Pro- yeah, I know. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of beer, I'm gonna change this. I'm gonna change the question,
1: Jamie. Okay. You had to give up one thing: mm. beer or beef? Ooh, Ooh, man, that's tough. I so really... for
3: all our listeners out there, real quick, <laughs> Jason Salem drinks beer every day, and every time I see him have any type of meal, it's just a plate full of beef. There's nothing Ooh. else. Different kinds of beef doesn't Torn. matter what it is, just. He just bought like half of a cow the other day. I don't know. He's
1: responsible for 100% of the uses of our propane tank on our barbecue grill. At the back of <laughs> <Yeah. Southfield.
2: laughs> I'm 100% carnivore. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. And and I love just drinking beer, too. Like, it's just so delicious. So which one?
3: You have to give one up for the rest of your life. <sighs> oh, shit. Fuck
1: that's a tough fucking answer. You know what? That's a tough what? one to, to answer. I, you
2: know what? Fuck it. Throw the beef away. Wow. Like, oh, beer. he's going beer. Okay. Because yeah, you can go chicken. Not, yeah. You can make some good chicken. No, there's you can go no pork. Yeah. You can go chicken. Yeah, there's so many other Buffalo. Meat. Tofu. There's m- bison. No, there's meat. There's not Medicine. like tofu. I'm not eating Medicine. fucking no, tofu. Tofu's fucking disgusting. No.
3: Yeah. I, I like tofu. They're, it's pretty good. Tofu taco. Hmm.
2: Tofu just like it sounds like toe jam, and it looks like toe jam, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just unappealing. That, I don't
3: really know what toe yeah. jam is. Like, I've heard of it, but I don't really know what it means. Do you
2: ever, like, rub your finger between your toes and there's, like, that weird white, like... No. Like, jammy...
3: That was (laughs) repulsive. I'm thinking about it right now, but no, I don't think that's ever happened to me. (laughs) That's disgusting.
1: All right, so that escalated quickly. So
3: disgusting.
0: Hey, who invited invited this guy to the podcast? Uh, I think it was you, Jamie. Uh, Can we go back to one year? Yeah. One year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, were your expectations for your first year in real estate, um, did, did we fall short? Did you meet them or did you exceed them?
2: <clears throat> my expectations for my first year were so extremely high. Okay. Like, yeah. they were. I, I thought I was going to come in and I didn't know you had a prospect so much. So that was new because um, I typically had just clients coming to me. And I, uh, <clears throat> I, I didn't realize that it was going to be like a lot of phone work and prospecting and, and digging for your own business. And it's, and it's more rewarding that way than, than it was the other way. So I really enjoy, you know, the prospecting aspect of it because I feel it's rewarding. I, I'm earning my client's business rather than the business who's just being, you know, the like, So open what, door. what did
0: you do previously? What type of sales were you at?
2: Uh, I sold Subarus at the Glassman Super Dealership in Southfield.
0: Cool, hey, it's man, crazy. Don't people be shouting love
2: out. Don't be shouting out, man, free advertising.
0: Now. People <laughs> love their Subarus; they really do. Like, yeah, so, like a Subaru orders yeah. are like loyal. hardcore loyal. What is it about a Subaru that makes people so loyal to that brand? Uh, just I think the dependability
2: and the safety of the vehicles. Um, you know, I think it's I think those are just like the home runs right there that. Right. The costability—they're—they're they're pretty affordable. You have—you have a Subaru. I do have a Subaru. Oh, you, I've had you, multiple. You'll Subarus. always
3: have a Subaru, eh?
2: I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I would see LG driving a a little beat up Subaru. Who's LG? That's little Gavin. Who's little Gavin? <laughs> he is my, he's my two and a half year old son. And, and I'm I'm so happy and proud of him. Uh, he's just the best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what's different? Uh, what's different in real estate from car sales? I mean, they're both sales gigs. You both. They, they, you have to do the same thing. I mean, sales is sales, right, to an extent. So what do you think the key differences are, and what are the key similarities?
3: Besides the outbound calls rather than people coming to you.
2: So, all right, so you just hit me with like five questions. Let's start with one question. <laughs> What's you. the We're difference
3: between uh, real estate sales and car sales?
2: Okay, so um, the difference between real estate sales and car sales. So I guess just in general with car sales, we only had you know, a small amount of product. So we only had, like, for instance, the Subaru showroom only had Subarus. Um, In real estate, we have an abundance of just different properties uh, and different areas to work in. So that was very appealing. I've numerous times where I have had friends and family reach out, you know, they like me, obviously, they want to work with me, but they just weren't particularly sold on the brand of vehicle that, that that I was selling. So obviously they, you know, went to, you know, bought elsewhere. So I like real estate it gives you that diversity that, you know, we can, we can sell, you know, different real estate all across the counties and, and uh, be able to help our friends and family out. It really doesn't lock you in a box like the the
0: vehicle sales did. Good answer. You guys have a follow up for him? For uh, the car sales? Absolutely. What's what's that's what's different. What was the same? Uh, what was the same? Yeah. What's the same? I guess people just
2: want to work with you. Because because of you, you know, so, you know, they they could really walk into, you know, the dealership and, you know, there's five or six salesmen there. And just because you said hello and just greeted them nicely, let them walk around and kind of do their own thing. And they probably ran into a couple of their salesmen that were just like, you know, two sales here, just got too pushy on them. And they came back to you like, all right, Jason, you know, can you show us this car? I'm like, OK. And I think that goes the same in real estate where They get bombarded with, you know, phone calls or they meet so many different agents at open houses and things like that where maybe they just like you for being you. They think that, you know, they can work with you easily and you kind of click together. And so I think that's that's the same. I think the customer service level needs to be, you know, just – it's not salesy. It's just – can, if you want to work with me, that's great. You know, because at the end of the day, I want you to refer a friend or family to me. Right.
3: Right. So yeah. you were pretty comfortable in car sales. You did pretty well, right? Yeah. Yeah. You were on a salary or no? Like
2: uh, some type kind of, of. It's like a draw. So okay. So but, you, you get a you get a small and you
3: were selling a good amount. Like you were doing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. So why in the hell would you say, "All right, well, I know what I'm doing. I'm good at it. I'm good <laughs> at sales. Let me go to a career where." I have no stability. I'm starting from scratch. And there's a good chance that I might not make money for six months.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was definitely uh, brought up, you know, when I was researching real estate. And I think you kind of hit it on the head when you I, I, I walked into a career, which is what I wanted to be in. I, I wanted to start a career. <laughs> Necessarily, sitting at the sales desk wasn't really a career. It was you're kind of a dime a dozen. We can cut you loose and there's 20 other salesmen, you know, that will fill your place. So it didn't feel like a career. It didn't feel like I had any growth. Um and it just kind of felt like it was just stagnant, you know. There were different opportunities in the dealership that I took advantage of being uh, uh, uh a sales uh, I went to the finance desk for 2
0: years and um that's where just, a lot of guys that sell that's sell cars, that's where they want to get is the F&I manager position, right? Or F&I Salesperson, because you're sitting at your desk and they bring the customer right into you, and all yeah. you do is work the deal, right?
2: Uh yeah. To a certain extent, you still are at a, a selling. Um, you're upselling. You're upselling still, yeah. yeah. And you're in the process of buying loans and you know uh, getting people approved. But the training wasn't there, and then the management wasn't behind me to get me trained properly. Where there was constantly like seminars that we just did were fantastic because you get to learn more to you know better your craft I think at, at their point they didn't want you to learn more because I think at the end of the day they were afraid that you would over educate yourself and maybe possibly go you know to another dealership
0: ah cool gotcha.
1: keep in yeah. the dark so I think so Yeah, Jason I remember sitting down with you for your for our first interview how did you find Real Team and what attracted you to us
2: uh, how I found Real Team Real Team popped up on was it Indeed I think it was yeah. Indeed yep and, uh, then there was a video, there was a YouTube video of Toko, like doing like, it, like cheering, cheers in with like a beer. There was like, <laughs> it, ironic, it, <laughs> that, is, that
3: is actually ironic. It, it no, a top slam, which it you isn't ironic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know if it was like a beer or anything, but like, he just did like an introduction of like the team. Okay. And it was very, like, it was very exciting and it looked fun and it, it looked like, you know, that, that yeah, I, it, it would fit.
3: Did you interview with other brokerages? I did. Yeah. Okay, so why did you like so the video drew you in, but like why yeah. were you like, all right, let me go to a real team where the splits are probably lower?
2: Uh, yeah, I wasn't really too concerned with the splits. My biggest concern was education. Just because you know, after taking the test and going through like all the um that was like a big test and I fucking scared shitless cuz I'm a horrible test taker okay. and when I passed it, I still felt like I didn't know any of the answers to the questions. And I was just so happy that I passed it. Um, so I was like, Man, I don't know anything about real estate. How am I going to sell anything? And when I met with Chrissy, she, she drew out the comp plan, which I thought it was great. It was very educational. None of the other brokers bothered showing me anything besides a Century 21 lady, like, hand-wrote everything in cursive on, like, a stationary <laughs> paper. And then... Dust. And then... Uh, so that was after I met with Real Team. And I was like, well, how much? I... Is there an office space? And she's like, yeah, let me go show you the office. Oh, she yeah, opened this door. Go. It was like a, it was smaller than this room and there was two desks and it was just basically just stored. She's like, well, here's your office. I'm like, oh, uh, all right. And then she like hand wrote. It's an extra like ten thousand dollars on your I'm like uh, uh, Did you also I
3: don't tell her that you didn't know how to read cursive? <laughs> so you were like, I don't know what you're doing. Right I know now. how to read oh. cursive. <laughs>
2: Grandmas are really good at writing she's, cursive, yeah, right? Just oh my like God, an old, so good. Yeah, it looked like the Constitution written out. I was like <laughs> I was like, How the hell am I supposed to read this shit? <laughs>
3: so okay. So you chose real team because
2: We don't write in cursive. We don't write in cursive
3: and yeah. the training and you felt like you didn't know anything, right?
2: The training was just it. When when you guys told me that we would train you to to sell real estate, like mm-hmm. I felt comfortable knowing that you know I would have the education the support, the mentorship. Yeah. Um, so nobody else really offered that. It, it, like I think uh, Keller Williams, like showed me to this huge room where people get together and they have like a you know right. a meeting or something. I said, oh okay, so nothing personal, you know. So
3: so that's why you chose us. Yeah. So a year later, you obviously went through the training program. I'm um, still
2: training. You're, I'm not.
3: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna I'm not gave, through it yet. Yeah, I wa- yeah, for sure. You definitely are. <laughs> so, but you can like you kind of know what's going on. You still call me twenty times a day. However, you have a good idea. Like you could do real estate anywhere else. So, mm,
2: yeah, maybe. Why
3: do you stay with Real Team?
2: I, I because of the, just because like we just went to that seminar and that was really. That's one of the you know. I I look to be more educated like I'm always looking to learn more I love it so if I always like learning learning from our mistakes is, is huge you know I like to make more mistakes I learn from them so hopefully I don't you know keep on doing the doing the same things over and over again and just like losing at it but I like I like learning more of what people have succeeded in and, and applying it to my, my business so
0: how does your wife feel about your career in real estate um she
2: she would she would love it if I did more business uh, <laughs> Uh, so she, she knows that I like it. Um, I think I've gotten a lot more passionate about it and, uh, I, I would, I would like it to, you know, just kind of, uh, see where it goes, you know? Um, she would, I, you know, she likes the ability that I have to manage my own time. So she
0: likes the flexibility.
2: She likes the flexibility. Yeah. Uh, and that was, you know, with the dealership, it wasn't like that at all. And ever since we had Gavin, it was very constraining, like you're not getting any time off. He's in the hospital, so what? You're sitting at your desk like Fuck. You know, Right. I'm no, I'm not. I'm leaving, you know. It's <laughs> so uh I like that.
0: Did that have a lot to do with the reason why you left the dealership? Was because you uh, had Gavin?
2: That that was a re- yeah, I mean it was that's a lot of hours, you know, seventy hours a week just sitting there, you know, in this room. And I'm always wondering what they're doing, you know. By the time I was getting home sometimes, even though like The dealership closed at six o'clock. They're already having dinner and they're already he's already in bed like at, you know, seven thirty. And by the time I got home it was already like seven, seven thirty, I was never seeing him.
0: Right. And you're working Saturdays.
2: Always working weekends, you know. So yeah.
0: So your quality of life has gone up.
2: Quality of life has gone up, yeah. I think overall I'm a happier person, just in general.
0: Okay. Good. Hey bro. So it's worth it. it. Go ahead. Go ahead. No,
2: no, no. I'm not gonna take this. Go ahead. I mean no, I'm talking
1: about
0: putting it on a vibrator sound or something. Sorry, I thought I did that. It's such a I terrible, terrible ringtone. That's all right. Hey, if if uh if our audience out there is oh, really distracted by uh by the, the ringtones, call in and let us know.
2: <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Please
0: do. All seven of you. <laughs> <laughs> slack attack. Put the number in
2: Slack. Anybody who wants to call yeah, put in. Put the in number in Slack.
1: Who wants to call in and talk to us? Oh, we should do that. Yeah. Yeah. It worked last time. Yeah. So Jason, um, You've been with us a year. Where do you see yourself in five years?
2: Oh, uh, good question. Five years. Uh, I, I see. I see myself. Five years. I, I see myself stable, as where I know where what my pipeline is doing, where my business is coming from, and I have I have a, a great idea of you know what I can what I can pull out of it on a, on a yearly basis, uh, just from you know just from my prospecting and, and my grind just in real estate sales, I would like to have, uh, in five years, I would like to have two rental properties, um, going, nothing crazy. Uh, just kind of test the waters out and, uh, be financially stable enough to, you know, look at a, a new purchase for me and my wife to get a bigger home.
0: Boom. Cool.
2: So yeah. one
1: thing I, and Jamie, I'm sure you've noticed this too, but one thing that I notice about Jason every single day is when he's prospecting, he makes it fun for himself. Like, he does an idiot t- <laughs> yeah. he doesn't yeah, for sure, but he doesn't take anything he doesn't take a no or an idiot, you know on the other line to heart, you know what I mean, like he always has a good time with it, so like can you kind of share why that is
2: why I enjoy beating my head against the wall and and enjoy- you love
1: prospecting
2: <clears throat> I do, yes' uh. I know, as as terrible as it sounds, I I really do enjoy it. I don't know, I don't know really why I enjoy it. I like talking to people. Uh, I like to having conversations. Um, if you know, if if the if the person on the other end doesn't want to have a conversation with me, oh well, maybe the next one does. You know, just fuck them, just let them go. Right, next, next, yeah,
0: it's closer (laughs) to your your next yes, right?
2: Exactly, yeah, and it's fun. You know, we're talking about real estate. This is what we do every day. And if I have an opportunity to talk to somebody about real estate, they're really interested and they want to talk to me, then.
0: It's amazing how many people, total strangers, will talk about real estate. Just the topic itself is pretty easy to talk about. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: So, like, when I was in – like, speaking of that. So, like, when I was in Scottsdale, obviously, I went by myself. So, I literally just went to, like, random bars and restaurants by myself. And people, there are much more friendly than they are here in Detroit, Michigan. Um, But (laughs) – Everyone's always talking about it. Like, that's probably how 50% of my conversation started. Like, people are just like, oh, I'm buying a house, I'm selling a house, I'm doing something. And, like, I don't know anything about Arizona real estate because those houses are fucking made of clay and there's no basement. <laughs> I don't have no idea what's no happening. Yard. No yard. You have to pay for the land and the house separately. Like, it's so weird. Really? But, like, they were just like talking about houses. And so, like, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and join in. And then they're like, yeah, that's not how that works here. However, people talk about it all the time. Like Yeah, they love all it. All the time. That's all, all the mm-hmm. time.
1: I mean, that's the reason the zillow.coms are around, right? People love knowing about what's going on like For sure. It's like Zillow's like the webmd of real estate. Well, right? yeah, like think about <laughs> Zillow. How,
0: how many what percentage of the people logging onto Zillow every day are serious buyers or sellers? Probably less than a half a percent. Yeah, it's really yeah. really low. There's people that just enjoy Sorry, real estate. Zillow they want to <laughs> flip through houses.
2: <laughs> but why give all your information? Like that's a just it. Just kind of you don't need to. That's a good point. You know, like all the information is there on Zillow. The pictures are there. Right. All the shit about the house is there
3: because they want know. to do something, and that's why we call them right, Jay.
2: So you bring up, I, I know, but it's just like you know, yeah. So Jason, you bring
1: up a really good point, Tommy. This question is directed for you. Tell me your thoughts on someone who goes to a website, a a public website, and enters their name, their correct number, and their correct email
0: address. They're they're reaching out. They're raising their hand. They want but, to be talked to. They want to be talked to. 100%. But you call
3: them and they say, I'm not fucking interested.
0: Well, that's what, – what do you say when you walk into the gap and somebody says, oh, can I help you? Your, your first response is typically, nope, just looking, right? Right. So that it's the same thing. People just do it on the phone. and, and but, but when you're on the phone, people internalize that too much. So they raise their hand. They put their name. They put their number. They put their email address. We call and they're upset. That's just, just the same reflex, reaction that you have when you walk into the Gap and you say, I'm just looking. They say, no, I'm not interested. I Oh, I don't know, I was just put my name out there. You know, so it's an objection. So can I share an analogy
1: for the audience? Yes. You've heard this before, Jason. I, yeah, maybe. So I use this analogy, um, <clears throat> it, somebody goes into the Gap or Macy's or whatever, right? And the second they walk in, they get attacked within five minutes. Hint, hint. Five minutes. P ones. Five, five. Yeah. Five, five. I don't know hey, yeah, yeah, is. we got Anyways. it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Anyways, <laughs> the speed um, deletes
0: good. Right.
1: So the first response is I'm just looking. Yes. Right. So compare that to real estate. Somebody logs in. They don't want to get. They don't want to get hammered. They get hammered by however many phone calls from agents. And then think of that person. So that person's at Macy's. They're shopping. They find a couple things. They haven't been bothered for a while. And now they're by the dressing rooms, and the doors are locked. And now they will take whoever they can get to get t- the door open, so they can try the close on. It's the exact mm-hmm. same thing in real estate. Like that's why it's so important. Some of them we've got so many leads that can, you know, there's a lot of meat left on the bone. Is what I'm trying to get at.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, what, per lead, you mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yes.
3: Because the person at this at the door at the Gap says, "Okay, well." take your time, go ahead, and then they forget about you and they're waiting for the next one, which is what we do, right? Yeah. Like people are, like...
0: "Just want the lowering people, fruit...
3: hundred percent. Like, people are, like, no, I'm not interested. Okay, quick, click, and then you're on to the next. That person's still going to buy at the Gap. They're still going to buy a house. It's just too uncomfortable for us to dig deep.
0: Right. Right, right. We're scared because of what, you know, we learned. We're, people are scared of rejection. I hate rejection. So. Right? Everybody hates rejection. So, like... It's easier to just swallow the no and walk away than actually trying to dig deep with somebody and create a relationship because then it's too it hurts too much when they reject you.
1: so what do you have what does an agent have to lose Tom or Jason or Jamie or anybody? What does an agent have to to lose by asking the question when they say, "I'm just looking or "Don't bother me?" What do they have to lose if they say,
0: "Well, why did you put your contact info into this form?" Well, that's that's confrontational, right? You think so? So, so you're no me, longer you're, in you're, agreement. You're, yeah, yeah, you're you're not in agreement anymore. You're immediately confrontational, and you know somebody could be having a bad day, but you just you don't want to start off there. Instead, you could be, "Got it, I hear you. You're just looking." Well, that's exactly what the website's for. <laughs> so when well, you me. do make
3: a move, yeah,
0: tell me about your situation, right? Like you just it, there's a there's a better way to do it because. Yeah, you know, it's like anybody. You walk up to somebody, having a conversation. Someone puts their hands up like they want to fight you. Your immediate reaction is to put your hands up to for fight. Sure. Like for sure. I don't think you want the first few words of your combo to be fighting words. Right. So
3: me and Jay talk that about that all the time because Jay is great on the phone and sometimes is really funny when people are rude. But he has a tendency to maybe be a little rude back because he thinks it's funny. So we talk about it all the time with like, because he focuses on for sale by owners, right? So like, they'll like say something and he'll make like a sarcastic comment. I'll look at him and he'll be like, I don't know. I'm putting my arms up like as if he's like very confused because he has no idea. Yeah, he's like, I didn't know what to say. And then he'll just like make a joke and then they're pissed and they hang up. But it's tough, right? Like, you That's call fizzbos more than anyone, so you are used to the rejection, like, you're, like, they're assholes, right? Like, they think they know what's going on, and it's so hard to stay in agreement with them. Yeah. And you're probably Better at it than anyone else in our company because you do it so often. However, it's still really fucking hard sometimes it when is. people are assholes and you're like, "All right, well, fuck you." I'm just going to do something, and then you do. You're like annoying. Bye bye. When they <laughs> bye don't want to talk to you anymore. Bye bye. It reminds yeah. me
0: like in the <laughs> south, what like when someone says, "Oh, bless oh. your heart," it really means go fuck yourself. Right. Uh. <laughs> oh bless her heart. Oh bless your heart. You're really slutty Bless See your you heart. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> I'll yeah. You fucking
3: <laughs> Um.
0: But I, it's yeah. it's important, it's important though, that we don't get conversa- confrontational on the phone. You know, yeah. it's like you just – and I've been that way. Trust me. I've been oh, doing yeah. phone sales for, for decades Everybody now. Everybody does
1: it and learns the hard way. That's not the right way to go.
0: And and, and that's, that's me losing my professionalism. That's me losing the edge that I'm supposed to have as a professional, you know? Yeah, a lot yeah. of people can be phone jockeys or whatever, but I take pride in it, right? So – when I'm on the edge like that, I've lost it. I've I've stepped out of rapport. I've stepped out of my professionalism, and I, you just can't let that happen. Good answer. Can't. Yeah, I think
2: sometimes the jokes are just for myself, but they sometimes they they
0: uh, well they tend, they tend to cross the line. Yeah, <laughs> at the same time, you got to be creative. Yeah. when you're on the phone, especially when you got a tough client on the other end. You know, I think all they really want is. They want somebody to talk to that entertains them or listens to them. Right? I I think so. Yeah. That's that's why I talk to people on the phone. To
2: be entertained or <laughs> for someone to listen to me. <laughs> My favorite. So just I'll share this one real quick
1: when I let you go, Jamie. But I think you know where I'm going with this one. Like, he'll be talking and just, he'll like street dial or something, right? And somebody will be like, I'm going to stay in here till I die. And he's like, Oh, what color of uh, casket are you going you gonna to get? Mahogany <laughs> or silver? And but that like,
0: probably loosens people up. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's
1: having fun with it. Like, so at the end of the day, like, yes, it's it can be a very repetitive, mundane task, but if you can find a way to make it fun or make it a game, then it makes it a little bit better.
0: Agreed.
3: For sure. All right, Jay, are you ready? This question is three part
2: oh, a uh, threefold
3: <clears throat> this question The reason <laughs> for my question is threefold. <laughs> what were your first impressions of Dave, Tom and myself? unfiltered
2: first impressions yeah. uh, well, Dave asked me if i if I loved hip hop music and that was, that was
3: his first question to you?
2: well, no, no, but he asked me that, okay, you asked me what it, my impression was. And I said, "Fuck yeah, I like it."
0: So, <laughs> so you're so under pressure.
2: I thought it was yeah. I thought it was good. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Um, Jamie, I don't think we really met until like uh, I I was at the Southfield office during training because Janae was on vacation or something. So I I just showed up at the Southfield office and just dialed mm-hmm. and really didn't know what I was supposed to do there because Dave was on vacation too. And you popped in for like one day. You popped off to somebody that like. I didn't know if it was on the phone or like another agent that you were working with or something like that. Ooh. And then and then you walked away, I'm like, I like her.
3: Just, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I like her. I, I was
2: like, she's she looks like she runs her shit. I like it. <laughs> and then uh uh Tom, I uh I immediately got like this presence of fatherly advice that I could Aww. eventually give. Oh, that's like great. I feel like that's the way like if I I genuinely would take anything that you said to me at heart and, and apply it to
0: my life. Okay. Just stay there. Appreciate you.
3: <laughs> you can't hang out with him anymore because he's going to find out who you really are. That's true. <laughs> it's true. It'll be rough. Yeah.
0: Uh, all of my close friends are dead. <laughs> oh,
3: man. <laughs> um, I don't want to be dead. <laughs> all right. T- Dave, guy? what else you got? You said
0: threefold. I've got I've got some lightning round questions.
3: You do? Yeah. Are we ready? We're not ready for lightning round yet, are that that we? Was,
0: that was one fold. Okay. What no, are the
3: I, other twofold? No, I have a couple more, but I just feel like, Dave, do you have any more questions? All right. No. So we asked you what you would give up besides beer or beef. And you said beef. Beef. What about beef or Wu-Tang Clan? Ooh. Because Clan I've never, never park met park. anyone <laughs> who... I'm sorry. I meant to say beer or Wu-Tang Clan. Ooh. Because I've never met anyone who loves anything like that as much as you do. So go ahead.
2: Damn. Man. That's a tough one. Wu-Tang's forever. I don't, yeah. <laughs> you're,
3: you're, so you're sober. You, you're sober before you give up Wu-Tang Clan.
2: I think I was sober when I listened to Wu-Tang Clan. So absolutely.
3: You go back. Okay. Okay. I go back. Yeah. Wow. Why, why
2: though? Why? Why? I need to know why. <sighs> you know, it's so, so uh, Wu-Tang was like one of my first introductions to hip hop and it was such an outside the box Style. style that I've ever came across and still is to this day. And they've they've continuously decided to go that route besides going mainstream or give them a fuck if they didn't hit the radio or not. They just keep doing what they did, you know. And it always inspired me to, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. You know, if other people don't think that, you know... That that they can fuck with your circle, then maybe they can get the fuck out of your circle, and Whoa. you'll eventually just you know build your own circle of, of of followers or clients or you know family that that fuck with you. So
3: I like that. Yeah, love that. That's good. <clears throat> um, Tommy, you can go with your lightning round.
0: And go. Do you have uh like a standardized schedule when you wake up in the morning? Yes or no? No. Okay, perfect. <laughs> do you eat breakfast? No. Wow, two no's in a row. Like okay. <laughs> um, do you read or listen to books? Yes. Do you value education? Yes. What are you listening to or reading right now? Uh,
2: I just started the. What was the name of it? The um. Don't give up. Hold on. I I've only got like the first chapter in. But it's it's really good so far. Um split the difference. Ooh. Splitting, I love splitting that the one. difference. Never splitting split the difference. Di- never difference. Never split, difference. split the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's
0: it's a negotiating book. book. It's a negotiating yeah. it's a great that, book. We talked about that yeah, one. We that's did. What, so you're in the first chapter? I believe so. Like it's really
2: maybe like twenty minutes into it. Like so I good. just started it literally. It's
0: yeah. a great one. Yeah. Is that the guy, the FBI agent, or is that yeah. like switch?
2: Yeah, where he goes to like Harvard yeah. and you know, they, they try to out
0: negotiate him and he's like I don't think so. So, <laughs> Good what do you luck, do, buddy. so what do you do to get, what do you do to get better? Right. What do you do to get better at, at your career? Right. Cause I, you're, you're, you treat it like it is something you're going to do forever.
2: Uh, yeah. I would like to, like this is, this is where, you know, a career. So I don't want to, I don't want to be at a nine to five and I like the ability to, to make my own business. And I've, I've always been, you know, semi of an entrepreneur and this this kind of, you know, elevates the entrepreneurship to, you know, you're working with your own clients and you have your own database and, you know, you're just finding them
0: new business. To- <laughs> that reminds me of something else. You like So you have a niche inside of your own business in, in real team and that's the A... A.O. Oh, the the absentee owners. The AOs. Yeah. The yeah. AOs, oh, don't right? Let's give away all your secrets now. Oh my goodness. Yeah, don't um, tell I mean, yeah. too much. <laughs> Look, there's 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 nothing new under the sun. Right. Um there really isn't. But it just that speaks a lot to who you are as a person. Like you you got creative. That was not something we handed to you. So a lot of the agents, we yeah. we just like here's sync, here's your leads, here's what you do, here's here's how you call, but you stepped outside of that box and decided to do something completely different. What have your results been?
2: Great. Uh, two listings sold, um, and we have uh, another. I, I have a lot of I have a lot of nurture, so they're I, I've given them to to ISA as a follow up, but because I'm I'm at abundance to them, maybe like you know uh, I have another another absentee owner listing with me uh, Tuesday. They're signing documents, so um, you know
0: what's a, what's their reason for selling? <clears throat> a lot of them. So, so, what's an absentee r- owner? First,
2: an absentee owner. Uh, you know, just just the general sense of absentee owner is somebody that does that owns a property that just doesn't live there. So, S- they so could it be could a be rental a rental. I bought a house
0: for my daughter, or it could be a rental property. Or it's, it's a th- list of non-homesteaded yeah. home ownership. Correct. Correct.
2: Yeah, according to the tax records, non-homesteaded. Right. That's right. basically how I, okay. I pulled the search. So, yeah. Um hint.
0: hint. <laughs> it's already
2: done. I already right. I <laughs> did everything. Uh,
0: uh. What was the question? So, I guess the question was like what, why am I, what's what is phone. the reason that most of those people are working with you, or why are they oh. working with you like what what is the problem that they're trying to solve, specifically that group of people, the absentee owners
2: uh uh so one of them was uh the the husband owned the condo. it was a rental condo. He passed away. And now they have a tenant in there. They needed to liquidate for the the estate, and you know I I called them and got I it. was just I was just really nice to them. Uh, the other the other ones have been you know uh, we're we're selling. We don't want to be landlords anymore. So um, you know we've we've invested into this property, we've returned off of it, and now we'd like to liquidate.
0: So got it.
2: You know we haven't dealt with an agent in X amount of time, but I think just providing just general value to them. So I, I send them out a CMA via email because you can't really walk through the home because the tenant's there. Right, you know, right. you don't want to scare the tenant off thinking that they're selling and then they don't pay a rent, things like that. So you have to you have to tread lightly, provide them with enough information over information where, you know, hopefully and you know, if they just do decide to sell that they they refer to you because you sent them, you know, right valuable information. Rather than a lot of absentee owners, all they do is they receive junk mail. Like literally like people are just mailing them like Card saying, "I'll buy your home for cash." That's it. They're not providing what the home could sell for, what the value is, who home. they are, you know, and and nobody is reaching out there and calling them. Absolutely not. Really?
0: Wholesalers. So it's oh, like yeah. a untapped market for you for a phone guy.
2: It is. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I thought it was a little untapped here at our brokerage too. For sure. You know, because I think the you're list. the only
0: person that calls them.
2: I probably am. You know, you can give somebody a hammer, right? Yeah. But. It doesn't mean that they know what the nail is or how to put it in. Right. So you guys gave me the tools. I I kind of did you know my research around it, and I just hammer away. I
0: guess I just wish more people were a little more creative like that. You know what I mean? A lot of people require a lot of direction. Like, here's the list. Here's your script. This is what you say. This is the list you call. Go. And it's just it's refreshing when you find somebody that's got a little more of their own vision and mind and creativity and has the balls to do it, and then does it. I mean, so go oh, ahead. Sorry uh, to be
1: like, not to take anything away. Cause it's a, it's amazing what you're doing, but I mean, that's why I think it's so important to continually seek education and, and seek information and seek knowledge. Cause I mean that you didn't, that wasn't your idea.
2: No, it's not. You found
0: it online. He was yeah. curious. He was yeah, curious fo- about yeah. what else can I do? Probably. Exactly. And he found
2: it. I did what Dave told me to do. He said, I just went to YouTube And watched a video And literally that's all I did I,
0: It's amazing you know, isn't it I had
2: The idea sparked from You know A conversation That, that I That I saw online And I said Well okay How, how do you get from A to B And there was a, You know A portion of it That looked very expensive To acquire these These people You know As absentee owners And I said There's gotta be a way That these people Somehow somebody's making a list And selling it Right Okay How do I make that you list You found
0: it <laughs> Do you find it or make it?
2: Uh, I, I A, little made it. Okay. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to say, it's all in the mojo. Ooh.
1: It's all
3: in the mojo. Tell
1: us about that sleeve on your arm.
2: Oh, the sleeve? Uh, yeah. The sleeve I got done. Well, I figured out when we were pregnant. I think I was already getting tattooed. Yes. So, started. I started, you know, uh, Getting a tattoo, and it, it started out with, you know, quarter sleeve, half sleeve, and eventually yeah. I just said, you know what, just fuck it. Just do the whole thing. And uh, I like and the
0: colors. colors so yeah. tell, that's, us, that's, that's, tell, that's tell us what it too. is.
2: Uh, it is a it is a concept of Yosemite National Park, where I lived for a year. Is that and, the Don Wall right there? Uh, yep. So El Capitan? El Cap, and then Half Dome, and then I have oh, a yeah. grizzly Are and a, a hawk. Uh, on my feet. Not with my hands. Got it. Yeah, it's not hiker. Hiker. I'm a hiker. Not, not, not I'm a climber. Yeah. I'm a hiker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Got tried it. climbing once while I was there, and it's fucking dangerous. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <it's> like <laughs> when you slip, and there's nothing below you. It's kind of and, freaky. Yeah, you just, you your heart drops, and there's nobody there. Like you know, the, who you, are you with? You were the wifey, or? No, no. This was this was back when I was young. It was me and my best friend Tom Shirts. Uh, we went out there to work. And uh, we were just we. You would take like day trips, like just like oh, right, we got nothing. Go. We we had we had work off. We would just go walking around, and you would you would stumble upon trails, and uh, you know. So just, wait,
0: what was work back then?
2: I oh shit, I I was Uh-oh. a housekeeper. Oh, yeah. a
3: housekeeper. Okay, I could, I could yeah,
2: see yeah. That. yeah. I
3: could see that. I need more towels, uh-huh. please.
2: So Yosemite somebody hired you in? So it's a concession service. So have you, have you ever been to the park?
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. No.
2: You have, yes. you have. Okay, so like the whole, so everybody that works at the hotels and you know uh, at at the, like the pizza places and everything like that, they all work for the concession services. They don't really work for Yosemite. Got it. Um, so, and it's such a, you know, there's nowhere to live. You live in the park, right? Um, but they they don't hire they, they hire you in, and you just take any job that they have available, and then they train you for that job and if you want to move out of that category so if you uh, i had I, if i wanted to leave housekeeping and move into the restaurant eventually um you had a bid for it and the only way somebody the only way that you would lose the bid is if somebody had higher seniority out outbid you
0: e. so if somebody was
2: there like a day before you they got the job not because they were qualified it was just because so you
0: were the newest guy
2: well, I mean, there's always new people there. And you got what stuck it, with housekeeping.
3: Housekeeping. What is that? Housekeeping was fun though. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. hold on. What did like what, <laughs> what what was the pay like and what like were the perks? <sighs> Shit.
2: Pay. I
1: don't know. I mean, on the
2: record pay. The off the record pay.
1: Dude, he lived started. in Yosemite.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. he didn't care about what he got paid. I
2: know. So like you got <laughs> yeah. to stay
3: there for free though, right?
2: No, they took they yeah, they they paid for your housing, you know. And, and your food? It was like not, uh, I think housing was like $9 a week or something like that, you know. <laughs> So, okay. you know, and then your food, uh, you could do, uh, I think yeah, you get like a card. I thought it was like a card or you just had like a tab. So okay. you can go into the restaurant and say, here's my employee number.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, you have like $30 of food a week. I have and then
3: minimum days. wage back then was what, $4? Fuck, I think
2: it was like $7. <laughs> it was and, like- and it was union. It was the first union, first and only union I ever joined. And they, so you took union dues out. <laughs> you know but you did get paid like on your birthday though like i always thought that was like, really great yeah so i remember like i That's showed cool. up on my birthday it was out of my mind i'm like yeah happy birthday to me let's go make some beds <laughs> and he handed me the check that day and he's like here you get birthday pay so it was like an, an extra check your for... birthday
3: pay i love that it, yeah it was what like, does that mean Like it was how much?
2: Like, double time so it was like double time whatever your hours were so it was like an extra like 50 bucks or something like that sweet You're so excited yeah that totally would
3: you buy with it I...
2: Probably a bottle of vodka <laughs> <laughs> and orange juice because I drank a lot of screwdrivers then. you
3: did yeah. you also Ooh. told me the other day a story about you went on like a a white Russian kick, which I thought was Ooh, my wife loves them. right, but he like <laughs> he like drank them one after another like a that's like, like drinking a gallon of milk, like it's just dairy yeah. after dairy
2: well, I don't I mean i, I maybe mean, it was like three or four in a row, that got me to a good enough buzz, but it's too much big Lebowski I watched, oh yeah, I just I tried to relive, and it's
0: the dude never seen it. the dude. Wow. Not, so we nice. just we just had this
2: conversation
1: earlier
0: about what movies I haven't seen.
2: So much wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty strong. So, they did the job. And eventually, you know, my lactose intolerance, <laughs> kicked back to me and it's they just good. were not appealing anymore, so Yeah,
3: that makes
0: sense. Jamie, I love it every yeah. time you laugh. She <laughs> she has to turn <laughs> your mic down. She
3: does.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. It's
3: okay, I'm that loud too normally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. Jason. Um <laughs> East Coast rap, West Coast rap.
2: Oh, such a good one. I think, I guess, I, I guess I would have to, just depends on what the day is because I love it so much. But at the end of the day, Snoop's one of my, uh, one of my. Snoop's Coast your boy? Fans. He's up there. Snoop Dogg, man. Yeah, Why?
3: Because
2: he's still doing it. So Snoop went outside the box. You know, like when Snoop came around, he was Snoop. Nobody had his style and his charisma. Such and, a good style, too. You know, what oh, he did so was. So scooped
0: him up.
3: <laughs> just, just just dirty skinny smoking weed on a couch
2: 25 years later <laughs> the motherfucker's still doing it he right still doing it. and a lot of people can't say that so. so you
1: appreciate authenticity and originality
2: i do i appreciate the hard work that goes into it too though like because snoop just doesn't like sit on the couch and like just get high and people are just like coming over and throwing him records like, That's
3: not how it works. That's no, yeah, yeah, right. Oh, so gotcha. he's, you know, he
2: has a he has a podcast that he does on YouTube every week. Uh, he has, you know, multiple albums that drop. And, you know, he just does a lot of work. He does good community work. He has a little league. Uh, I was going to say, he coaches
0: football, right?
3: Yeah. yeah. How old is Snoop?
0: Uh, 40. Probably, he's
3: always in, in, like oh, in his 50s, I think. He says, yeah, like, late t- 40s, yeah. early 50s. Yeah. Who's so, 50s? well, he was 23 that, and,
1: like, 93, 94.
2: That's when, like, Jimmy oh. just came out. Yeah,
1: I appreciate that hard I'm work. Younger. So,
2: you know, it's not that I aspire to be Snoop Dogg. Like,
3: you don't want to be Snoop Dogg,
2: not really. I mean, oh. you
3: know,
2: <laughs> it's a glamorous lifestyle, but I like to I like to show and hustle and work just as hard as he did, and you know, we can see that he reaps the benefits of it because you know he's still here. He's got TV what's, shows with Martha
0: Stewart. What's the um, what's the number one or number two lesson you want to teach your son before you're off this earth?
2: Oh, ooh, it's deep. Uh, The number one and number two lessons. All right. Number one, he has to learn finances. I think that's something that fuck. None of us were ever really sat down and taught even at a younger age, even though if we were given like a checkbook, nobody, nobody really explained credit really well and what to do with credit and how to build it up to become, you know, uh, a strong buyer in the long run, or, or a strong credit holder. So that's number one. I'd like to make sure that he knows and understands the financial, financial literacy. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, don't
3: I don't believe that's your number no. one, Jason. That's not who you are. That's not your number one. You want him to hey, learn that.
2: I want him to. Yeah, no. That well, that's that's. Let's definitely, talk about number
3: one as a person.
2: As a person, right? Um, I mean, I guess I thought just, it was a great answer.
0: I just,
3: <laughs> I just don't believe that's what you didn't make Jason. it past the
2: answer. Joke, um, no, I didn't. I'd love to have Gavin to have, and I think he does because he laughs so much. <laughs> The, one of the best sense of humor's ever. Like not to be to have like tough skin and and have a sense of humor to like be able to take shit and just like wash it off and say you know what fuck it, I'll keep trucking. You know. Is there
0: anything you're scared about for his future?
2: <sighs> I'm, always I'm always scared that he gets like in an accident. Yeah, me like
0: too. <sighs>
2: that's that's like so scary. Like fuck. Like I, I, I've been in. I've I've been in. You know. I've gotten hit by a car when, on a bike. Oof. And wow. I could only like, did
0: you remain conscious <laughs> throughout <laughs> the ordeal?
2: Uh, Well, I blacked out like a bicycle. I was on a bicycle <laughs> and I, I got hit by a Jeep. Of course you did. And wow.
3: Of course you did. <laughs> in Yosemite?
2: Not in Yosemite. No. Uh, and I woke up and I was on the ground and the, the EMS was like cutting my pant leg off. And that's where wow. if you did ever you break it anything. At, no, no. I just had a, a concussion concussed. Wow. So Let's
3: you're keep... teaching him to ride his bike on the sidewalk.
2: Oh, for sure, yeah. We don't yeah. let him outside the yard. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a sense of humor. Mm-hmm.
0: You got to have a great sense of
2: humor. I mean, thick you got to be able to laugh at life and, you know, just chalk it up.
0: Well, you're yeah. always a happy guy. Every time I see you, you got a smile on your face. and <laughs> It's even always he's, a pleasure to be around you. Even
1: when he's frustrated, it's like he's got yeah. a smile. Yeah. You yeah. know, he's like, it, it, because of like, he's in total disbelief of how stupid the situation could potentially be. <laughs> right. You know, so. Well. You guys, have any other questions?
0: No. Nah. Yeah. What's uh? What's your goal for this year in written volume? Ooh. <laughs> not Ooh. counting this month. <laughs> no, the year, uh, not the, the month. Year, I, well, uh, I, what they, are you gonna finish at? I
2: don't know 36, 30, 38 units are what I what what my goal was just as a unit. Thirty-eight unit-wise. units.
0: Yeah. What's your what's your average per unit?
3: Let's call it one seventy-five. Yeah, yeah, probably about Ooh,
0: that. Thirty-eight. That's aggressive. I like it. It's a lot of units. Yeah. Oh, 6. seven. Six point seven. What
3: do, yeah. are you at right now? Do you know for the year?
2: For the year, maybe like a, a million
0: and a half.
3: Wow. Okay. Yeah, but be I, I got. a second. lot to. Maybe yeah. a big summer, my friend. Like, like, like I said, I I always... like
0: quarter one is only accounts for thirteen percent of the entire year. Yeah. Right. So right. it's it's all going to happen between now and December. Right? Yeah.
2: And uh, I think what remember like my goal was like aggressive, like to get to Key Club at like nice. year year yeah. year one. So I don't I don't know that's that's, that's aggressive. That's yeah, ten million, very, very aggressive. Um, but You'll you know, go there it's there by it's year a great, two. How much did you do in your goal. first
0: year? I
2: know we're at the end of a, it, but. a million. I think I think I closed with like a million, like almost on the dot, pretty much. Okay, yeah, okay. And it all happened like basically from like October to December. Awesome.
3: You had a very very because what year did you, or what month did you start?
0: I, I started in May. Started, then, oh, yeah, yeah. And then you we had did a training. very
3: slow six months, though.
0: Well, yeah, because you're brand new through the busy season, right? So if you're yeah. brand new in the busy season, you get basically none of that, right? Right, because you have no pipeline built, and For then sure. you go into the shitty season. And there's still nothing happening. So how
3: annoying was that? You were brand new in the busy season. and Everyone is ringing the dong and getting pendings and like giving each other shout outs because they're making so much money. And you're like, well, uh, okay. uh."
2: Well, it was inspiring to know that everyone is like that. This is an active company. Like this is this office is active. People are fucking ringing the dong. They're getting appointments. They're 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 making money. So, you know, you don't want to walk into an office where.
3: So it was encouraging, not discouraging. Absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: to me that's just a mindset thing, right? like y- you for could sure. come in there and like get like freaked out by it, or you could be inspired by it and say, "You know what, I'll get there too,
0: yeah, for sure, yeah Jason, thank you, thanks, man for coming. appreciate hey, it. thanks I, for having uh, me. Look forward to doing this again, and I hope you're with the company for a very long time me too i I really love this company. we love you, jay Real team is a a great place to work, and
2: you know it's uh, sometimes it's not always about the money, it's about the people that I agree. You work with and and for building. Sure and building sure. your business and relationships from it. So
1: Cool. Thanks a lot, man. All right, Thanks, you guys. Jay. Next Woo. week, May 30th, Evan DeSantis, Oak Ooh. Park. Oh, can oh, we throw man. this
0: out too? If uh, if we ever want to get a call in here, the number is 248-579-5295.
3: Let's repeat that one more time.
0: 248-579-5295. We'll put it on Slack too.
3: Sounds good. I'm Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. Thanks, Jay. We love you.
2: We love you too. Or, I love you too.